Hey everyone, thank you for listening to So About That. In this episode, my guest will be Claire Egan, who's currently a graduate assistant in fitness and who I consider to be an expert in all things Iowan. In this episode, we'll talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and our sustainability journeys and offer advice for anyone who may be looking to make changes in their own sustainability journey. everyone. Today we have a very special guest, Miss Claire Egan, and she's here to talk about sustainability. Hello, everyone. Uh, just for the record, I am not an expert on sustainability, uh, but yes, my name is Claire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so maybe not an expert on sustainability, but you do have a lot of practices that you use daily that I do think are pretty sustainable. So the first question I have for you is, we, I know we've both discussed how we have a goal of not using single-use plastic anymore. What are some of the things that you've done to kind of accomplish that goal? Yeah, so I'll just start with my whole story, I guess. <laughs> so <laughs> two years ago, so it had been um, my New Year's resolutions for 2019, okay. I decided that I was going to try my best to be more sustainable. That was literally my goal, so very not a smart goal. Really detailed goal. Yeah, it's super detailed. <laughs> But I started to make small steps. Um, the first thing I did was I already used, like, I didn't use grocery store bags. Like, when I would go grocery store shopping, I just used, like, reusable bags. So I was already doing that. Um, but I started to get, uh, for Christmas, actually, in 2018, so right before 2019 started, my mom got me these reusable produce bags. Mm -hmm. So they were, like, little mesh plastic bags you could use instead of those, like, single-use plastic bags to put, like, your fruit and veggies in. So I started those using those. Yeah. Love them. Got them on Amazon. So, and then, um, the next thing I did was I pack a lunch every day. And so I was always using like those single use little Ziploc baggies. So I found reusable ones on Amazon as well. Big fan of Amazon. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just looking at you. Funny. Sorry made Claire pause by giving her a look uh, because we can talk about later about the the sustainability side of using Amazon. Okay. Well, <laughs> I know it's not sustainable. Like I said, not an expert. All right. Continuing. It's the little thing. Continuing. So I use these cool little reusable bags. I get a lot of compliments. Um, I take them as compliments. Not sure if they are though, that they look like pencil bags, but they're That's so cool. Yeah. You can get little bees or like I found ones with little dinosaurs on them. So, yeah, you can be cute with it. So for both of those things, I know you still have a lot in your story left, um, but for people who are interested in using those things, are they easy to use? Yes, super easy to use. Um, all you have to do is hand wash them. Um, okay. And if you put like just like pretzels or something in them that doesn't like make it really dirty, you just have to rinse them out. Okay. And then I just like set them over a cup to dry and just use a little soap clean them up. And is that the same easy. process for your produce bags? Um, no, the produce bags, I actually throw in my laundry and wash. I just don't dry them. Oh, super easy. Yeah. <laughs> so we have produce bags that you're using. You're using reusable sandwich baggies. What else are you doing to kind of reach that goal? Um, so also 
along with the help of a good friend of mine who may or may not be sitting right next to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried not to buy things in plastic. So I've been very conscious of that. Um, I guess the latest one that I can think of right now is using a bar of soap. Oh my goodness. That is such a process. Yeah. We need to talk about that in detail. <laughs> okay. Right now? Right now. Okay. So, so my mother again. Maybe we should be interviewing my mom. She I know. sounds pretty Super sustainable. sustainable, Diane. Yeah. Anyways, so she got me this black bar of soap for Christmas, and I was like, oh, genius. Comes in a cardboard box. I was super pumped to use it. In the past week, I've been noticing these weird pimples on my body. <laughs> Not good. And not sure what that's caused from. Um, so I recently bought a Dove soap bar that I tried actually out this morning for the first time. So does your fit like your skin feel luxurious? Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. I think that bar soap lathers better than agree. Like other yeah. soap. But when it comes out of like personal. a bottle and it's liquid, it just you kind of mm-hmm. need a loofah, which yeah, I don't know about other people out there, but I'm yeah. not a big loofah fan. And also the bars of soap. I got a two-pack for like $2.30. Super cheap. Super way cheap. cheaper than like so, a plastic thing of body soap. I feel like we may have not hit on this. So our something that we, me and Claire have been discussing in part of our journey of stopping using so much plastic is we switched to the bar because like you said, it comes in a cardboard box, which can be recycled. Some stores will actually even sell it straight on the shelf, just the bar of soap, especially if it's made locally, which has its other benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, Whole Foods. They <laughs> Whole Foods, yeah. love going there to smell them. So the biggest struggle for me hasn't been switching my body wash, but sw- actually switching my shampoo. Which <laughs> I give you props for because I've not made that switch yet and I have been listening to your struggles you need to discuss this. It has been a real challenge. The first bar of soap I got, I didn't really do a lot of research. I was just so, so excited because I finally used my last little bit of shampoo in a plastic bar. I was like, it's time. I'm buying the new shampoo bar. Side note, I have been with her through this entire <laughs> struggle. <laughs> so yeah, last uh, probably three months ago, I bought my first shampoo bar. And there online, you read there's a lot of there's a big learning curve when it comes to switching, which, you you know, it, you wouldn't think that or maybe you would. I didn't. I was just really pumped. And I start washing my hair with this. A week later, my hair feels and looks like McDonald's French fries. It really did. Like it legit so did. <laughs> and I was trying everything I read online. They're like, oh, if you do like a vinegar rinse, it's still natural, uh, but it'll help get some of like that buildup out of your hair. I tried baking soda. I tried just like <laughs> everything, scrubbing vigorously, <laughs> and my hair was gross. So unfortunately, I was I, I tried so hard to stay dedicated to it for probably a month. Yeah, because I use natural shampoo, but it's in a plastic bottle still. So haven't made the switch to the bar yet. But the same thing happened to me. And it was like two weeks. (laughs) I had the I had the French fry hair, too. It was gross. (laughs) It was was this past summer. But then like my hair turned fine. So I know I was a big proponent. I was like, Lindsay, you got to keep doing it. Like your hair is going to switch. After a month, I I couldn't. My hair was like for those of you that have not seen me in person, I have blonde hair and my hair was brown yeah (laughs) it wasn't um now i'm using a different one i went to lush which does a lot of great things 
for um, sustainability. They have reusable containers that you can take back. And for this bar specifically, it came in an aluminum tin can that I just keep in my shower. Opposite problem. Now my hair is super dry. <laughs> um, so I, again, another learning curve have just come to, I can only wash my hair with the soap like two, maybe three times a week. Your which, hair looks great right now yeah, though. Thank you. Very going on day what did you wash it today I, no? I i i rinse every time because you know when you leave the gym you just feel the need to yeah. wash um so now i don't use shampoo every time which might sound gross to some people but no. it's really helped with the process of not over drying my hair and this is day three without shampoo yeah it looks great it looks really good thank you thank you you're welcome all right so we've covered reusable produce bags as a way reusable lunch baggies Switching to potentially not using shampoo bottles. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about your reusable Q-tip? Yes. <laughs> so the reusable Q-tip is another interesting story. Um, so Lindsay actually introduced me to the <laughs> reusable Q-tip. And she received this from another uh, as a gift from someone. And I was like, ooh, I think I need one of those too. And they're super cheap on Amazon again. Sorry, I know it's not sustainable. Um, <laughs> it so can I be. I think ordered it just it. really depends. Yeah. I ordered on Amazon and it's like what it's like silicone? Silicone? Yeah, it's silicone and it comes kinda. I think the little the stick itself is maybe it might actually be plastic. Yeah. It could also be some type of bamboo. But you're not throwing this away. This yeah. is reusable. So it is a reusable Q tip. And I first got it immediately opened it up, put it in my ear. <laughs> you know, you're excited. <laughs> and That's, I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Uh, nothing came out on it. Um, and so I was like, hmm, didn't really say anything. Um, and then Lindsay and I were back together after winter break. And she's like, oh, I read that you need to heat it up with your blow dryer or like get it hot. I don't think you spoke to me about that. I don't know oh. who told you that. Oh, maybe. Okay. Me. Sorry. Wrong source. <laughs> wrong source. <laughs> Someone. Maybe I read it. I'm not sure. But that I, that does help. But I'm going to be honest. I haven't been using it as much as I thought I was going to. It's a, it's a weird change. I think I personally using it because so there's there's two Q-tips that come in it. One mm -hmm. has this like weird not weird. It's just a, a bubbly the texture. Bumpy ones. Yeah, the bumpy yeah. one to kind of, I don't know, get, get really lapse. get in there. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, I only use it if I ever. Some people are probably like, you should not be cleaning your ears with anything. Um, My mother. Sorry, mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I only use it right after the shower. So oh. that kind of helps with my whole process. And then some people have asked, is it good for taking off makeup? Because I know some people use Q-tips. That's to what do that. I do like every day. I haven't tried it for that. I think it could probably be good for applying makeup because it's silicone. And I know some people use like the little face pads oh, for like foundation blender and stuff. things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as far as taking things off and being sustainable with your makeup, there's this great Pinterest post about creating your own you know the cotton pads mm -hmm. that people use yeah. and then you, again you're throwing that away every time you use it i don't oh, know yeah. how you, it's really difficult to only use one you can make little fabric ones that you throw in the wash just like you would a washcloth or anything else and so that's what i've switched to that's genius yeah. um my really grandma like got them. me kind of like a face remover like it's like a cloth like that 
but I never really thought about using that. I use like witch hazel toner mm-hmm. on my face every night. And so I always use those cotton pads. So maybe I can start using that. I like the, making the little pad ones though, because then I get really, I don't know, sketched out a little bit about using the same washcloth yeah. or the same thing. Cause once it's wet and you know, living here, it's so humid. Yeah. You can, I don't know. I just feel like it gets funky, but that's a great idea. And that's a resource that I think students could use. If you're interested, just Google reusable anything in Pinterest. And there's a lot of great ideas. Yeah. Cause you were also talking about the reusable paper towels. Yeah. So that's there's cool. a great one there. They, someone has like created using fabric and you know, I guess you have to have the resource of having a sewing machine or maybe someone on Etsy is willing to sell it to you. I'm sure you could buy them somewhere. Yeah. So you Etsy could, th- be- they use fabric and create the same size as your average paper towel and then they've put on Velcro to it so that you can actually create a little roll Genius. of fabric paper towels. And then again, at the end of the week or when you get done with them, you just throw them in the wash with your laundry. Yeah, like that idea. That's kind of another one, I guess, that I didn't touch on. But I stopped buying paper towels. Um, so I started to use just washcloths like to wipe my counters off and all that jazz. Um, and I thought that it was going to be kind of – hard I guess but I really haven't noticed and also have been saving money yeah it does save money and the whole point I think of switching is one yes it saves money in the long run up front it might cost you more because I know some people have said to me how can you be more sustainable because you really have to think about do Mm -hmm. I have my bags to go grocery shopping did I remember to pack my lunch because single-use plastic is really easy. It's convenient. So easy. Yeah. It's, it's thoughtless, but that is the whole part of sustainability that I think we've both discussed Mm -hmm. is the first part is just thinking about it and not saying that I know we can get overwhelmed thinking like, am I doing enough? But really, if you are making the conscious effort to even bring your coffee mug with you when you go out, you're already making such a big impact in a week's time, especially if it's something that you do every day. That's a good one, the coffee point. I know it's probably like a very basic one, but just to reiterate that point, it's so easy. Yeah. It doesn't take much. It's just become like retraining your brain yeah. to think of planning ahead. Yeah. Um, so while I still have a little time, my favorite piece that Claire has changed in her sustainable <laughs> sustainability piece, you have to know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> is the all-natural deodorant that you use. Oh, so yeah. For participants that have maybe or students listening that may be interested in making the switch, what has your experience been with that? All right. So again, <laughs> a lot of my stories in my sustainability path have are interesting. This one seems to be a favorite of my friends and coworkers. Uh, so yes, reusable deodorant. So kind of when I set that goal in 2019 to become more sustainable, I also tried to switch a lot of my beauty products to more natural products. Mm-hmm. And the first one I was like, I'm doing it. I'm getting on the train. I'm switching to natural deodorant. And my mom was like, no, you're yeah. not. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, I am, Diane. <laughs> Get uh, so I Googled a lot and just researched. I was on like a bunch of different blogs um, 
and just read a lot of people's stories, I guess, about how they switched um, to reusable deodorant. Or reusable. Oh, my gosh. Not reusable. (laughs) (laughs) Natural deodorant. And I kind of found this brand that I like. Um, It's called Primal Pit Paste. And now they switched. It's called... They switched their like brand name. So now it's called Pretty Frank. Um, but I I like it still. That's I've good. used it since they've switched. Uh, so the first process I read is that to switch right away, you kind of have to detox your armpits. Yes. This is the process we're all interested yes. in. Yes. So I have this face mask. Um, it's like a clay face mask that I've been using on my face for probably a year or so. And you mix it with apple cider vinegar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of burns and like tingles on your face, but feels really good. So I read that you could do the same thing to detox your armpits. <laughs> so if you can imagine <laughs> me standing in my bathroom, Put this face mask on my face because I'm going to do all in one swoop, you know? Yeah. And then I uh, put it on my armpits. I put it on both my – I put it on one armpit and I realized I can't bend this arm to put it onto my other armpit. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to ruin – both of them on now? Well, I kind of just leave my arms out like – make like an arch like a tap back yeah and then you just kind of have to like swipe it on there i really wish y'all could see this yeah and then you just have to like hang out for a while so i like to just you know lay down on the floor flat on my back and just keep those hands up so you're also getting your mindfulness meditation time while you're detoxing exactly so it's you know it's only like great 15 process. minutes, um, but when you imagine it in your head, it's pretty funny, but feels great. It also, if you ever get like razor burn or anything in your armpits, like from shaving, it like takes care of that. Um, so I really like it, but. I, I have not made that switch yet. Yeah. So I do that about every two weeks. When I first started switching to natural deodorant, I would do that every week and then applying the natural deodorant. I first started with like a charcoal natural deodorant and then I switched um to just like the regular ones and they have a bunch of cool scents like lavender there's like a sea breeze and then just like an unscented one too um for people who have amazing natural pheromone yeah not not I um but I do also feel like I sweat less with the natural deodorant well that's good and I think that is something that is really uh, that I've noticed in sustainability is the learning curve or the process at the beginning is huge. It, yes. It can be very frustrating. You have to be very patient with yourself and not not give up. Yeah. But in the long run, the process becomes just your normal habit. And a lot there's a lot of benefits to not using those things every day. Yeah. Um, especially if you start reading about all the toxins that are in deodorant right now. I, I don't want to read that. Yeah, right I now. don't. But unless you want to go down a black hole. But So – We've got all these things. We could talk about sustainability and the things that we do and the funny side and the not so funny (laughs) side of it for hours. Yes, we could. What, for students who just want a quick little thing, where do you think that they could start if they were interested in switching one thing in their life to be more sustainable? I would say the easiest thing. I think a lot of students do this now. So can I say two? Yeah. Okay. I think the easiest one would be the reusable mugs and or water bottles. Oh, definitely. I think that's something that I see a lot of people um, on campus that already have made that switch. 
Um, but then a second thing would be the little reusable bags. Yeah. I think that's another easy one. Like if, if you want to do the produce or the reusable like Ziploc bags or even like not using grocery bags. I think they're super easy. And I know I've seen just it, the process of washing is just the same. You could probably, I think some of them you can even put in dishwashers. Yeah. You don't even have to yeah. wash them. Of so. course. Well, any other advice that you could offer students on sustainability? Uh, I think that covers everything I've tried to do in my life. Like I said, I'm not an expert. I just have been (laughs) kind of trying it out and seeing. um, It's been a pretty fun adventure. Yeah, and there's so many things out there. The next thing I want to do is uh, the tablet toothpaste, if you've seen that. Oh, yeah. We we should try that together. Yeah. but Mm -hmm. So maybe some of you out there listening have thought about being more sustainable and now we've discussed it so thank you claire for being on the episode and we hope that you all get something out of it if you have any questions about this episode or topics suggestions or questions for future episodes feel free to reach out to us on our instagram at so underscore about that our facebook page so about that or our email so about that 20 at gmail.com 